Because we, <laughs> right. we, we, we caught it way quicker this time. Yeah, sometimes you got to do it twice. Live. 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 I'm just practicing saying live. Live. What's funny is that live. I forget about our new intro. I just forget. So. Let's check it. Roll it. Do well, it. I can't roll it. I forgot. Sportique Studios. I forgot that we have a new intro. Live. Live, 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 live. Live. It happens. It happens sometimes. It happens. Are you all ready? Yep. From the Sportique Studios, where we never turn to using expletives unless they help us make our motherfucking point. You're in the South Stands. I'm Colin Daniels with producer Scott Stafford, <laughs> the internet's favorite media personality, Mr. Brandon Perna. Yes. And you. Appreciate it. Welcome to the show, everybody. Sound stands live. We're back. Um, we've got plenty to talk about. We've got uh, many things have happened since we recorded last, and we should uh, we should have a good show for you. So, welcome back, boys. It's nice to see everyone here. Um, I think uh, it's a handsome lot. It's a handsome lot. Yep, and uh, Salem's lot is what it is. So. Uh, speaking of which, the uh, the uh, speaking of Salem's Lot, the the new Dark Tower trailer was released today. I don't know if you watched it. Oh, I saw nerds were going just wetting themselves. Hell yeah! I've got a <laughs> spot in the front of my pants from it. Nice. Um, I, I say Salem's Lot because the character the priest from Salem's Lot shows up in the Dark Tower later, and so he's kind of intertwined his characters. And so anyway, it's going to be good, man. Look like good stuff. So Brandon's looking at me like he does no idea what I'm talking about. And I'm sure he doesn't. So I don't. Okay. All right. Now, all in all, I got a couple brochures I'm going to give you later, Brandon. I hope you're ready. I'm ready. Okay. And, and is all, it, is all, it dark all, magic? Yeah, yeah, a little some, dark magic in this? That. Yeah, there's some of that. Sure, kind of. You're yeah. a big Stephen King fan. I've, I've read, read a lot general. of his books. Yeah. Oh, Stephen King. Yeah, I don't read. I've found that, <laughs> that it, would definitely be it, a it hinders my learning. It hinders uh, you're it. like the Garrett Bowles of this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm, speaking of which... Um, so we had a little draft this past week. I guess yes. so. Uh, and uh, you know, so was, good. you know, so good. I will say it, it, the draft is really cool, and I enjoy it. I like. I can't wait to see what the Broncos are going to pick. But um, having to see all the nerds posting their mock drafts beforehand oh, drives man. me fucking insane. I, I, I finished mine just like right at the end of the first round. <laughs> it was it was nearly perfect. <laughs> You're like, I told you the Chiefs were going to trade up for a quarterback. Told you. Yeah. It's like after, like an hour and a half later. Yeah, type of thing. Yeah, I think so. I think I did that one one draft on Twitter where I uh, just after every draft pick I just said called it, <laughs> called it <laughs> for all thirty two. It's it, there's a lot of people that's funny and a lot of people take it very seriously and I just uh, it 
you know, I, I guess that's great. I guess if you're following these guys from college, it's interesting. They mean nothing to me. Like, I was seriously like, they were like, oh, my God, they took so-and-so from from Alabama. I was like, no idea what he even plays. Um, I knew. I just the, know if his, front, if his first name is really stupid or not. <laughs> it's true. There's so many stupid ones. Tackerist. When, when they took uh, when they took Bulls, and I, I, I knew he, who he was just because I was paying attention to the Broncos, but none of the other guys I had no idea who they were. They could have been, they could have been anything: wide receiver, defensive end. Um, so that, I'm a little bit of a disadvantage, and that's my fault. So, so I have not been listening to uh, any sports talk radio locally. Good for you, Good lately. For you. But I, I just need to know. Maybe you guys can help me with this. Is local talk radio as excited as we are about Jake Butt? Uh, I don't know. No, probably not as excited not as, as we are. Probably not. I mean, the uh, internet's very excited. Yeah, the internet's it. always excited. <laughs> well, and you, talk, excited. you talk about so. called it for like two hours leading up to that pick. I was like, it's going to be butt here. We <laughs> got to have butt. And I was just being optimistic, really, more than anything, because oh, God bless us. I mean, that really is one of the greatest things that's ever happened from, to me. From heaven, really. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice, and I and I God had no idea what he. But. I think he's a tight end, right? Which is even better. Yeah. Obviously, that's a, that's a joke in itself. Uh, but I didn't didn't know much about it. But he, the guy who um, and I know you were you were talking about this. The dude who had the he had the picture of his grandmother. That's Tackerus McKinley. That's Tack. 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 The now, greatest Tackerist. speech in NFL it, draft history. He, and I just was sitting there, and he's just freaking out. And I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, in about. 20 seconds he's gonna get real quiet and start crying and sure enough he just started he got real quiet and started crying and you know what i appreciate the emotion obviously you know i think he said fuck and i think oh, he yeah. said goddamn a couple times um oh and the fuck was not part of a sentence it was just an exclamation yeah, was, he just goes <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm sorry i'm sorry um I, you know i understand he's probably, he's probably what like 19 20 yeah, he's, he's he's very emotional he had, a, he had a great story about his grandmother i totally get it um uh, that's that was a little bit that that was a well, bit I, I tweeted at the time, "Where's his dad?" And uh, I got, I had, I got this one. You are an extremely terrible human being. <laughs> Hashtag blocked. I was like, "Wow, <laughs> that's uh, put it straight." Yeah, maybe his dad was. Maybe his dad was watching from home. You don't know. It's that. a legitimate question, really. Yeah, I mean, I was just making a little funny. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and people get people get really uh, people get really into that, and I understand that. But it's 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 interesting drama. It's always good, and uh, you know, and everyone wanted everyone wanted. Um, uh, Crispin McCafferty and uh, they, you know, they didn't, uh, they didn't get him. Obviously, he's he went very high, but I don't know. Everyone was freaking out. It wasn't sexy, but it's what they needed. Well, I have but, seen no problem with but, it. But don't you think it was funny that everybody on the on the first day after the after the first round pick, everybody was like, "Oh God, Elway's lost his touch." Oh my God, this draft. And then, like midway through the next day, everyone's like, "Oh, Elway the God, Elway the God, baby." <laughs> Oh yeah, I, I didn't see that. But it, if if they, need, I've never seen everybody turn on a dime like that. Oh, uh, they do it every year. There was, I looked at it. I found an old tweet. And it was basically like people at one point were ready to let Elway fuck their wives, and then the next point they were like, they're like, he needs to be fired. He needs to be fired. It goes from the extreme. So it, that's usually how it happens. But they needed a left tackle. They got one. So I, I don't know what the... No, that's kind of how I've come around on yeah, it, too. Yeah, what's, what's the big issue? Other they, than he might be a big dope. Of course, useless, who cares? So. But he, can, he, can, he, can he follow the playbook? Well, the, that's the question, though. Um, his Wonderlick was a nine. That's, that's really playbook. bad. That's playbook. really bad. Have a lot of Have words. you guys ever taken the Wonderlick? Have you checked it out? No. no I, I, I did terrible. Vic, I couldn't uh, fucking do it. Vic, but a nine's Vic, bad. Vic, I've already and James Merlatt did it on air. 
And, you know, yeah, there was some interesting questions. There was some tough stuff. There's stuff there's I don't, a lot of I don't really even understand. There's easy stuff. There's easy stuff. There's stuff like, I don't even understand. But even if you struggled with it, you got a 46. Oh, I don't even know what I got. I can't remember what I got. But I remember I did poorly on it. I remember you didn't, I did get, it, you didn't get a 9. <laughs> Listen. You you don't, can say, if you can drool on the paper and hit it, you get a 9. All they have to do is they say, hey, this is Garrett, right? Say, Garrett. Listen. We're going to hand the ball off to Jamal Charles. Jamal Charles, by the way. Jamal Charles. And they, we'll talk about wow. him in a bit. We're going to hand the ball off. He's going to run to the left. You <laughs> fucking mow down everybody in sight. Okay? Like the water boy. And he's just just like the water boy. They're, <laughs> like, they're, okay. like, they're like, that guy has, has See, kidnapped we your do, son. We've got Garrett Bull's nickname <laughs> right out of the gates. No, the water say, boy. Hey, that guy's going to come uh, kidnap your son, and you got to take him out. He's just like, <laughs> you know, so that that's how they're going to motivate. I think isn't that a daughter? That's yeah, a, it's a boy. I, I think, think it's oh, a boy. It a I think boy? it's a son. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll think of his name in a second. He's got like Kingston. 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 Oh, that's yeah. a cool name. Kingston Mon is a Kingston Mon. Uh, so I I don't think that uh, better than Tacarus. They're not going to have any problems with that. I think all they got to do is say fucking knock people on their ass, Garrett Bowles, and I think he'll do that. What do you think, Brandon? Did you did you feel okay with it? Uh, not not when it happened, mm. not in the immediate moment. But you were that's like fuck Elway. I wasn't like fuck Elway. I was just like, uh, this is what we expected them to do is pick a left tackle here in the weakest tackle draft class in years, supposedly. Sure. Like I don't know if any of that bullshit's true. I can't I can't evaluate offensive linemen. Yeah. But the what? way the way <laughs> I look at it is specifically the left tackle position is such a crapshoot. It's like, it's literally like trying to draft a franchise quarterback to find somebody that good. So if there are a handful of guys that you don't know are Joe Thomas's, then maybe just grab one of them later and hope it works out. But maybe Garrett Bowles is Joe Thomas. And they but, tried to get Joe Thomas again in a different right, right. right. I mean, if how many Garrett times Bowles can they try? Is 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 good as his first round designation suggests, then it's fantastic. If he ends up being um who's the jack off that they got who's awful that he drafted the offensive lineman. Um is this some, not some Brilo, but who's the other well, guy? Brilo hasn't some Brilo hasn't been. Some Brilo, but he's but he's been hurt a lot. But yeah, if it if it ends up being a washout, but Obviously, he was he had a first round grade, right? I think, right? Bowles had a first round I, grade. I, 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 first yeah. to second. Yeah. Round I mean, grade. okay. Basically, it, it came down to Bowles, Cam Robinson, and Ryan Ramchek were the three guys that, depending on who you talk to, were the best tackle to take. And I kept hearing Ramchek, but there were a lot of other really exciting dudes on the board at the time, and I think that's why everybody left right. feeling kind of flat. Because if, you, especially if you were following Twitter, you've got national accounts saying, "Oh wow, I can't believe this defensive end is still on the board." I know, but then like, we could have got Taco Charlton. Oh yeah, ta- they could have got oh, fucking Taco. We could have had Taco in, but but they, yeah. they everyone was the guy that um, he was a linebacker, Ruben Foster, and he went Ruben and he Foster. went to the Forty ers but. He's also. They were like, yeah, his like shoulder or something's all messed up, and so exactly. Yeah. So they probably knew that. They said, like, we can't take something that's risky. We got to go for a sure thing. I am happy with it, and hopefully, it will translate into you know. No, that, into it's success. like the equivalent of taking Jamal Charles in the first round. Well, here's Do you want to take that kind of a risk? Here's the here's the know? deal. They've got they picked up two other linemen in free agency they now have one jamal charles so they they might be all right i was very i was very dark on them up until this happened now i think it's going to be okay the the real problem is they really need a right tackle mm. 
I mean, Donald Stevenson was the ranked as like the worst. Him and <laughs> Sam Bryler were the two worst right tackles in the NFL last season. They may move Sam Bryler over to left tackle if uh, Bowles isn't ready to go right away. And they brought in Menelik Watson, who should probably be on that right tackle spot, but all of it's a big fucking question mark. Sure. And last season, around this time, when they they grabbed Donald Stevenson, everybody assumed the line was going to be better, and it wasn't. It might be better. It should be, because it was really bad. So you're assuming just an average line will be a huge improvement. Sure. Uh, But now, and and with Paradis having... Both of his hips. Oh yeah, like that he was awful. the only certainty, and that's not even fucking certain right now. So, I I don't know how optimistic I am on the offensive line, but and if the offensive line's bad, the offense is bad because yeah. we've got two really sketchy quarterbacks. We saw that last year. There's yes. not a single team in the league that would proudly trot out either of them as their starter. But we have a not new, a single a new one. game plan now, and game plan is. Pitch it to Jamal to the left. Pitch it to <laughs> Jamal to, to the, the right. right. Throw it out. Just throw it out of the backfield. Let, He's the, let the AK forty seven so, kid real, come out. Real, real quick on him, and then we can get into some other stuff because we're we're getting we're not too close. We're getting close to the break. Well, and this is a lot of Broncos to give them this early. This is a lot. It's a big wad of Broncos shot shot down their throats right off the bat. So, uh, but we can we can talk a little more about this later. But Jamal Charles, the best thing about that is that. Hopefully, when he's scoring touchdowns and 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 doing well and 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 successful again, the Chiefs fans have to watch it. Yeah. They have to watch it like um, that's tough. Like cut cold that's, porn. That's really tough. They have for to, they has to yeah. sit there and, and watch watch it go down. Yeah. They're gonna so, have to they're gonna have to buy an extra box of donuts just to be ready for when <laughs> for when Jamal Charles scores touchdowns. I, it's it's going to be great. More now, stuff to shove into their face. Well, it was funny because everybody, all the Chiefs fans, like, oh, he's he's broken down. He's terrible. And granted, he had uh, he had he one might of his, be he might be broken. One down. of his knees got torn twice. I think his other the other one was the one this year. So his knees have been fucked up. But with the way medicine is now and and uh, technology, it seems like these guys can come back. So if he's if he's anywhere near what he used to be, then hallelujah! It'll it be can't awesome. it awesome. can't hurt to beat your kids. Just ask Adrian Peterson. So <laughs> maybe that's that ought to be his next move in preparation for the season. Anybody got some kids? They're willing to <laughs> yeah, let some kids try to Jamal Charles actually helps kids. He like goes and helps kids, and and he doesn't beat them like Adrian Peterson does. Who, by the way, I think is done. I think he's screwed. He's done. He didn't look. He didn't look like he had it last year at all. Uh, Jamal Charles, while he was playing before he got hurt, still looked like he had it had it going on. So maybe that's wishful thinking. But it's funny because all the Chiefs fans are like, "Oh, he's broken down. You guys got you know damaged goods," and they're you know they're just bitter. And then and then the Chiefs released the thing saying, "Yeah, we tried to get him to retire and he wouldn't do it." And I was like, "That's just PR bullshit because they just want to stick it to him, just like they did the Cowboys PR guy did the thing about Lynch not not uh, not grasping things very well and." how what's his name Dak Prescott's yo know, much much for further along it's like these assholes have to like put these stories out and for some reason to like kind of stick it to them I don't, is that what it is I think I may believe that though John what that uh, <laughs> the, the, the Lynch thing yeah hey, that's fine yeah. we can talk we can talk about that in the uh, in the coming minutes I guess that one seems plausible it could be yeah. it could be but we could talk some more Broncos you've seen in a little bit here, right if you like he's chosen to put that on his face <laughs> continues to <laughs> continues the to. man's like 23 yeah. years old come on think about when you were 23 and what a big huge dildo I never wanted were. to look no, like that no, no. I, never, I, hey listen never. maybe you didn't want to look like, like that that's like next level douchebag you, you might have looked like another version of an alternate reality no. douchebag 
douchebag version. No. I don't know. You yeah. know, think about it. You know, think yeah. about think about what you look like. I I was after seeing people I haven't seen for thirty years this past week, and I thought about kind of what I used to look and dress like, and yeah, it wasn't wasn't all that wasn't all John, that festive. In high school, I had a mullet, and it's still <laughs> way more fashionable than what he has in his face. Right. Way, way you can't judge a, can't judge a book by his awful facial hair. So. <laughs> I think you might be. Able I don't to. know if you can. Yeah. Let's take a break. We'll get into the uh, second quarter and we'll uh, talk some more stuff. We got uh, we got some. Uh, we know Colin and I want to talk about the uh, the cock holster thing. So we're going to talk about that next when we come back. So let's take a quick break. Be right back. Hey, I ain't putting no boogie in nobody butt. That's nasty, man. What you talking about? Putting boogies in people's butt. You out your mind or something? You go to jail for doing something like that. Well, step aside, my friend. I've been doing it for years. I say, sit on down, open your eyes, and open up your ears. Say, put a tree in your butt, put a, a bubble bee in your butt, put a clock in your butt, put a big rock in your butt. I say, put some fleas in your butt. I say, stop to sneeze in your butt. I say, put a tin can in your butt, I put a little tiny man in your butt. I say, put a light in your butt. Sportique is where scooters come from, right at 160 South Broadway in the shadow of downtown Denver. Visit Sportique to try out the genuine Rough House 50 or maybe an electric machine like the Gen Z 2.0. Best selection in North America, that's Sportique scooters right at 160 South Broadway. Sportique, where scooters come from. It's the do most people at Dove Valley know by now to steer clear of Vance Joseph on hump day? Since the Broncos signed a butt at tight end, did they think it wise to snag an ass at quarterback? Will Chad, Chad Kelly fight to become the starter? Or will he go get in his car, grab his AK, and spray this place to become the starter? Now that he's been drafted into the NFL, will Garrett Bowles finally have money for daycare? Does Jamal Charles have a chip on his shoulder because the Chiefs released him? Or is it just one that Andy Reid dropped on him during a film session? That's good. Did Trevor Simeon buy 53 airline tickets to Pittsburgh so he could take the Broncos to the playoffs? Did Aaron Hernandez really kill himself because he missed his favorite snack? Boston cream pies. <laughs> oh, Lord. For, for Mother's Day, will Kenneth Farid get his mom's their favorite thing to eat? Pussy. You have questions. We have the answers. South Sands, Denver.com, Colorado's finest internet sports talk since 1971. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, it doesn't stop. More blood, please. More blood. Hey. I'm never gonna wipe my butt. He's never, never, never gonna wipe his butt. I'm never gonna wipe my butt. He's never, never, never gonna wipe his butt. Such a, such a good one. Now, on this one... Wipe my butt, cause it's a waste of toilet tissue. Right. My brown, crusty stains are an environmental issue. Okay. 
<laughs> I applaud you on the way you're leading your life in that regard. It's I prefer to remain sanitary when it comes to my rear end. My rear end. Um, there's also on this same thing. There's a there's a, a shins version of it yeah. with them playing it acoustically. It's very good. I got I got a show. Skin. You mean this one? I'm never gonna wipe my butt. Oh, nice. He's never ever ever gonna wipe his butt. It's good stuff. Oh, I saw that. Um, I'm never gonna wipe my butt. He's never ever ever gonna wipe his butt. It's a good jam. Woo, Shins coming to town. I think they're coming to Red Rocks, the Shins. Uh, yeah. I um, see them one time. One time. Open for, uh, remember the Modest Mouse? Remember those guys? Yeah, They yeah, opened I've up for them. Modest Mouse yeah. way, way, way I've long time ago. At Red Rocks? Uh, I saw Modest no, the, Mouse at like the Bluebird, I think. I saw the Shins open up for Modest That's Mouse. That's when you're as old as I am. At the Brandon. Gothic in like 1999 or something. 2000? Yeah, 2001. I forget. Groovy. Um, yeah, Groovy stuff. Yeah, so butts. Butts are good. Um, the the thing that uh, that the the latest controversy was the uh, uh, we we're going to talk about this is the the fire fire Colbert because Stephen Colbert was he decided I guess and I I don't watch the, those oh, shows yeah, okay so he he decided just to start I guess a couple weeks ago or a month ago to start just start going in on Trump which you know what that's probably great for ratings because people it has either love been, it or hate it yeah he was he was like third in ratings yeah. before he really went after him. And now, and he's, now he's number one. Is he's he? in top of yeah. So he just he said something about your your Putin's cock holster or whatever it was. Yeah, he that was the, a very said, good joke. He said the best use for Trump's mouth is as Putin's cock holster. Yes, yes. which is fucking hilarious. Funny. Now, but, yeah. he, but here's, especially on CBS. Yes, is that what he's on? Yeah. Late at, that's letting him say that joke is pretty ballsy. It's, it's ballsy. Stephen Colbert is very funny, and I never like got it. I know, don't watch that show or anything like that. But uh, he's been on. He's been doing. You know, been in comedy forever. But uh, my my gripe with that show is that he said he wasn't going to do the Colbert Report, Colbert, and that's what he's doing. Yeah, but he said he finally went. I got to. No one's watching it or whatever, and this is prime material. So let me fucking go after this guy, and it's probably paying off for him. The problem is, is that everyone starts going, "Oh, it's so inappropriate." He shouldn't say that about him, and then everyone says, "Oh, it's homophobic," and it. This is the big thing. Like it's a homophobic thing. He shouldn't say it. He shouldn't say it. When sucking cock is homophobic, the whole world. <laughs> I don't want to live in this world. I don't want. I don't want to live in this world. It's. I understand. I get it. I totally get it. How people can go. Oh, you're using this as like kind of a like a negative. Well, what you're saying is that the worst thing a man can be is homosexual. Yeah. Now remember, like when Alec Baldwin called somebody a cocksucker, and then everyone's like, "Oh, you can't say." It. It's like, why can't you just call someone a cocksucker? You know. And it. I get. Not it. because the implication there. I understand why, and I, I can see why somebody goes, oh, well, it's kind of a negative. It's like, it's the whole thing of like Archie Bunker, when Archie Bunker, uh, when All in the Family was on, people were like, oh, this is so brilliant. And it was kind of like, well, yeah, but racists also love it too. So people will hear that and go, haha, it's funny. I like I like homophobic jokes. Or people like us can kind of go, oh, I see the, I see the humor in it. But the, the whole thing is, is that when you're making fun of people like Donald Trump or Putin, who Putin is like, is like he condemns gay guys. He's to a biggest death. homophobe there is. He, he totally is. So when you take a homophobe and you say you are what you hate the most, and this is what everyone thinks about you, that's where that that's where that comes I, in. I, I don't even know if it's about that though. Isn't it more about dominance? It's, I mean, it's more like prison sex than it, uh, than gay. Sure. Sex. Well, it's well, one on one level, it's <laughs> saying <are> you, <laughs> one, it's saying Trump. Well, Trump is Trump is his Trump is his 
his rent boy, right? So Trump is his, you know, but so it's just like it's like a dominance thing, though. It's nothing about him being gay. It's about Putin being dominant and giving it to or him. Or it's right just in the basically mouth. saying, oh, it's saying, oh, these guys, these guys are gay. They're gay for each other. But the whole thing is, it's like you can go, oh, well, that's not a bad thing. Okay, cool. But here's two bad people who are homophobes. And if you say they are gay, it's like the 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 guy who you know, it's it's their worst nightmare to be to be called that, right? So that's the whole thing about but it. And I, but I don't think you need to take the analysis that far. No. Stop being humorless assholes, Americans, for fuck's sakes. You know what's weird is, I mean, I guess I didn't even realize, you know, calling somebody a cocksucker was that big of a deal. And it it implies, is. Like, I know, it, it implies I know that what, the worst thing a person can be is homosexual. Well, because I, I read a thing and someone was saying like, Oh, you know, my family is supposed to be so liberal, but they they use the term cocksucker and blah, blah, blah. Which, if you break it down, yeah, you're saying, oh, you suck cock, therefore you're bad. You're a bad person. So I get that part of it. But if you take that out, and that's the thing. If someone is a homophobe and they're saying that, yes, that's bad. But if someone's not a homophobe and they're saying, hey, Donald Trump, you suck Putin's cock because you're a bitch and you you fucking, you're, this guy owns you. Then you're you're saying you're not a powerful person. Uh, this guy this guy is dominant over yeah, like you're that's, saying. That's got to be what it is. It, I mean, that's you, that's another aspect. No one ever calls a woman a cocksucker ever. It's always a dude who's a cocksucker. So it's always a dominance thing. Because I don't think it's they a gay thing. stop doing it after a certain time. <laughs> and you just forget that it happens. Sure, they just it just it just ends at one point. Yeah. There, is, there is a point though at which, and, and it doesn't matter the subject matter. It, it, it kind of is across the board, especially if you're on Facebook. Where people who have committed themselves to this enlightenment uh, and wokeness, this wokeness, um, and they put themselves above everybody else, and they consider themselves to be on some sort of an, another plane, and they become humorless. Mo- mo- recently, there was this. On- it was this week. There was this really funny onion video of a guy in a Carhartt jacket talking about how he voted for Trump. But that's before he started studying, um, like lesbian. Oh, I, I saw something about that. Yeah. It, it was brilliant, brilliantly done, really funny little video by the Onion, and it's the Onion. I mean, it says you know what it is right there by that little you know, satire, that little logo, right? And my friend Jared, I put it on my friend Jared's wall, and he put it on a friend of his wall, and this friend said. Well, if all they were hoping to accomplish is to delegitimize, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> oh, and I was like, it's the onion. Don't stop having fun. If, if you do, but honestly, the world has beaten I, I, you. I agree. You but, have sacrificed but what, what everything. people think, and I just, have to, I, always liked, I just have to look at both sides of it because I see no problem in, in you know, showing like, you know, Trump like, um, you know, on a, on a naked on a horse with Putin, you know, because the implication is, oh, they're lovers. I don't see the problem with that because they're they're shitty guys. And then people go, oh, well, you're you're saying it's bad to be gay. And it's like, no, I'm not saying that. I see where people are coming from with it. So yes, if you're saying people just think, oh, if I let this go, then 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 they're going to take the next step, and they're going to then they're going to start doing this and saying this and getting away with that. So you have you see how people think, but yes, they should. They should take a fucking yeah, chill pill. It's I, it should only be judged on whether it's funny or not. True. Right. The only thing you should say is like that's not funny, or okay, it is funny. You share it, whatever you do, whatever the fuck you want with it. But it's it become it's become a thing because everybody has such easy access to 
giving their opinion out to an audience. And easy access to outrage. Right. It, it becomes whenever it's something that doesn't fit what you believe in, it's not funny or it's offensive for whatever reason. You know what I mean? And like, if you want to break it down on like liberal and conservative things, it's like the the liberal side of it. You see people getting angry about sh- uh, things that are should be politically correct or whatever on their side. And Tr- on, triggered is what we right. call it. And, and on the other side of it, it's like they get angry when you make fun of their guy. When it's their side that you're making fun of. You know what I mean? To me, just based on my narrow experience with it all, that's how I view the differences between the two audiences. Like, these people might get mad if I say something too offensive. These people are going to get mad if I make fun of certain people. It's much like how Chiefs fans think Jamal Charles is a total bitch right now. Exactly <laughs> like that. Well, here's the whole thing is that the 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 right is like going, oh, Colbert, he should be fired. It's This is so disrespectful. Okay, obviously they're going to go that route right well then everyone on the left is going this is really homophobic and we just can't have this and it's like look shut up they're drilling trump if you someone's drilling trump you should just be like i think i'm going to take a step back let this let this play out right if 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 trump's getting the business why are you standing in the way it's almost like the equivalency of the left voting for jill stein <laughs> it's 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 that type of mentality of like you know that that uh, they can't quite get together on it you know they, yeah. listen you don't have to like it's it. going to hurt them in the end it, it, uh, oh hey that's now that's oh, not the type of joke we want to hear that's, I, that's I was, very I making, homophobic i was making reference to uh, that's very our new tight end jake butt <laughs> But anyway, so I just that was a that was a thing that uh, had come up, and it and it branches off into other things. Colin d- it offends people all the time on Twitter and Facebook, so he's used to this. But I do think that we've seen this. I'm the most terrible <laughs> human <true>. being. <laughs> well, I we've seen this rise, this this kind of this alt right thing happen because these nerds were so triggered by everyone being too PC that they just, they become fucking fascist. They became fascist because they were, they were so upset with everyone being too PC because that's the thing. Everyone's too fucking PC. Everyone's too Nazi ish. And it's like, it's like everyone just needs to chill out and fucking meet in the muddy middle. Right. Everybody it, just needs to suck a big old cock. <laughs> that too. It'll, it'll chill you out pretty quick. <laughs> it will. It'll chill, it'll chill you, out, you yeah. the fuck out. They, I mean, like, it also comes down to who's making the joke as well, right? True. Like, if Steve Bannon makes a racist joke, I'm going to say, you keep... D- fucking uh, ass. Because he means because harm to people. Because we're pretty sure he's racist, he right? He means harm to people. But Stephen Colbert makes a, a, a joke that maybe some people think is homophobic. Like... He's am, on I your am. team, Snowflake. Yeah, exactly. yeah, He's yeah. the ultimate Snowflake. He's um he is a I would consider him to be a a liberal. He's, he's actually a flaming liberal. Nah, but he's a but big, he's, he's also he's a Sunday school teacher. He's a big Catholic, yeah, he's and a, uh, he's very devoted to the church. Very. But he was on Strangers with Candy. He played a, he played a um a closeted gay teacher and uh, with uh, with um, what's her name? What's her name on that show? Um, right. Amy Sedaris. Amy Sedaris. Yeah, like he's on that fucking show, dude. The guy the guy's making some jokes, and and I think everyone should relax about it. Yeah, you're supposed to laugh at a joke. Jim Norton. You know, Jim, you know Jim Norton. Jim Norton's yeah. a comedian. Um, he made a like kind of a trans joke. He, it was not a good joke, and he's a funny guy. This joke was bad. I follow him on Twitter. This is a dumb joke. It was something about something about it was kind of a Caitlyn Jenner some sort of like political joke, and it just was not a good joke. But then he's, all these people jumped on him about it and were like, "This is transphobic," and blah blah. Now Jim Norton is like 
is into some weird shit. And I know he knows all sorts of people from all walks of life. So I imagine that he feels comfortable making this kind of joke because he knows all sorts of people that might be trans or whatever. But when the wrong people get a hold of it and they go, oh, this this sucks, you can't say that. It's like it takes on this weird life where it's just like all of a sudden now this is an issue when really it was just a dumb joke. Right. So, yeah. So are sports fans at in Boston, are they joking? What's going on in Boston? Well, we got to take a break here pretty quick, but um, we can cover this real fast. Yeah, what exactly happened? Well, um, the the outfielder for the Orioles, um, um, I'll think of his name in a second, a, a African-American gentleman. You can't remember his name because you're racist. I, yeah, that's a, <laughs> I call him the black guy. You know, but, um, he was playing the outfield, and and the Boston fans, as they're apt to do, were, were hurling uh, racial epitaphs at him. and um, Not banana peels, hopefully. Uh, hit him with a bag of peanuts and then called him the N-word, I believe. So this is not shocking because they're a bunch of fucking racists in Boston, and everyone knows this. And so last night on the root thing, they were going like, this is unacceptable, and they should find that guy, and and you know the, that guy, and they should get him out. If anyone does something like that, they should throw him out. And it was like, dudes, it's the whole fucking city of Boston. They're all fucking racist. So you're gonna have an empty stadium because they're all like that. So let's 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 slow down with finding the finding the, the real culprit, right? So they were very indignant, and I thought. You know, that sucks to have somebody say that, and it's obviously low class, but it's like they were making a huge stand about the baseball guy getting it. Adam it was, Jones. Adam Jones, yeah. And so, and it was like, there's a lot of that going on in other walks of life that they don't really seem to care. Everyone's like, okay, that's cool, whatever. Just don't do it on my fucking baseball diamond. Well, and what was really funny is they, they gave him a standing ovation the next yeah. day. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, white guilt. Here's, that's here's, almost, here's for white guilt. That is almost more racist that, to me than terrible. anything they said the day before. Yeah, because they were like, and look, they gave him a standing ovation. It's like, these fucking honkies, they're just, they just feel awful. The ones that were sitting there, so it's like, we're sorry, you came on Tuesday. Wednesday's the the good people. Yeah, are at we're the gonna game. give you a round Tuesday's of applause. Full of assholes. Man. Yeah, and then Jamel or uh, Jamel yeah, Jamel Hill got on Twitter and she was like, "Oh, now it's a, it's a, round, a round of applause." Uh. And then, then the other the cute chick that used to be on with Colin Coward, the Sports Nation girl, um, she gets on. She goes. And she goes, ew, good thing racism's over, right, Jamel? <laughs> and uh, I said to both of them, I responded to both of them. And I, I, think, bet, I bet they were. They were <laughs> look at Colin. What's Colin going to say? Colin's jumping in. Absolutely right. I said, uh, if racism were over, Jamel Hill, Jamel Hill wouldn't have a shtick anymore. Because uh, that's, that's basically her thing. Well, like racism, everything. Everything racism is her thing. It's great that some people applauded him and were like hey I, hey i'm not racist i'm not racist that's great us. for boston yeah. that's that's a major accomplishment very very fucking nobody racist. bombed anything yeah so you know what awesome so day. yeah it, that sucks and uh but you know what that uh there's there's worse things going on in the world it's it's unfortunate but hey let's uh let's get into the second half already fellas and uh maybe we can get back to some sports and uh it's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. We'll see what we got. We can talk a little Rockies, see where they're at in the in the game uh, this night, this night, and uh, we'll uh, see where the evening takes us. So let's Gotta take a quick check break. My draft kings, check, check it out, and we'll be right back. I don't know more. 
you guys have got to check out Mutiny Information Cafe. What, you haven't been there? Oh, my God, what is your problem? I went there on Saturday. See, all the cool kids are going there. And I'm telling you, it's not one of these It's not one of these cookie-cutter places they drop in every mini-mall in fucking town. It's a one-of-a-kind, totally Denver-rific place. Awesome used bookstore. Awesome coffee shop, record store, comic books, pins, patches, t-shirts. It's an environment that you've got to check out right there at Ellsworth and Broadway Mutiny Information Cafe. Please tell Matt that the South Stands sent you. Oh, oh my Sport. That's good sports. job. That's I cleansing. Wish, I wish people could see how red mm. Colin's face gets when he's yelling <laughs> sports. He's really he's really pushing it out. Oh, he? he is. Yeah, really pushing it out. Pushing it out. Jake butt. Yeah, pushing it out your butt. Just pushing the pile. Like um, yeah, I went do. to I went to mutiny on Saturday. Uh, I hadn't hadn't been in a while, and I was around the area, as you it's know. A busy Colin. place. Hold on, hold on. Let, I got it. Pushing the pile for butt is. <laughs> Oh, we got more. That's got under more. the radar. Very good. Pushing the pile. For butt, butt push the pile for the score. Sorry. I didn't. Well, let's say butt catches it. Let's say butt catches one out of the backfield. <laughs> and, and, and he's and he's he's going for glory. And then everyone kind of stacks up butt, and then everyone pushes the pile for butt to get that extra extra yardage. It is. Like yeah, I say, yeah. there's more where this came from. Yeah, it's good. Okay, it's back good back stuff. to the the mutiny. It's gonna be great. It's <laughs> it's gonna be great though. But he's hurt, right? He's not he's not healthy. He won't. He's. Yeah, he, we'll see. Okay, I, bouncing yeah. back from that ACL. He right, we'll, says he's ready, and they say he's not. We'll, we'll we'll talk. We'll talk butt later. We'll talk some butt later. Everyone loves butt, and you know what? I, Everyone I, loves butt. I think it's You're gonna right. it's gonna be great. I saw people already ordering butt jerseys. And they said, people were like, I want a butt 69, but I listened to a George Carlin uh, comedy album when I went on spring break recently, and, and George <laughs> what Carlin... Are you? Listen, no, listen, hold on a second. Listen to this. That sentence. <laughs> I, my, my wife got like some CDs. She's like, I'm going to get some CDs for the trip so we can listen to some stuff instead of everyone arguing over what right. music to listen to. So she gets some George Carlin discs, pops them in, and he's like... Fuck oh, you, Lance yeah. Armstrong. Fuck you. And he's just fucking. My my kids are like, oh my god. And I was like, ah, let it go for a little bit. And I was like, oh. And later I was like, oh shit, that's not good. That's, that's <laughs> not good. But anyway, so he goes, he goes. Uh, he was talking about he had this is a, a later one, and he said, oh, I just turned seventy. And he goes, seventy's a great number. He goes, seventy's a sixty nine with a finger in your butt. <laughs> so you get a butt jersey with with seventy on the well, back. I hate to you know break this to you, but he's going to be eighty. George Carlin? No, but it's going to be 8 0. He's 8 but. 8 0 but. I don't but know about eight that. 8 0. I think it should be double eight zero. zero. And it looks like Smith number. It, to do a double zero looks like two hands. I think he's 80. I think that's what I saw. I, I think it should be 70. 
Could it? Could he just have an arrow pointing up to his name? <laughs> uh, speaking awesome. of ordering items online from sports, I, I know John and I ordered the same similar oh, items. Did you this get week. the email? I no, I didn't get an email. Mine's on its way, baby. Oh no! Tell way. her, but tell her what What'd you guys get. Well, it's the Albuquerque uh, isotopes, isotopes are oh, changing their name for one week to the Albuquerque Green Chili Cheeseburgers. Oh shit! And they're issuing gear. With the logos. So one of the logos... That is a smart marketing move. It's Very beautiful. Smart. One of the little logos is a little hatch chili That's roasting cool. trailer. with the. It's got two wheels on it, big hatch chili roaster. Um, and then another one of the patches is just a green chili cheeseburger with like stuff coming off of it. And it's just a little cartoon one, you know? And uh, it's really cool. I feel they could have done better. They could have been like the Albuquerque Sloppers would have been awesome, or the uh, Albuquerque Blue Meth would have been. Uh, totally they, they, that's not what they want. They uh, it's a family environment. The Albuquerque Bitch would have been. That's not. Really that's good. not what they want. They're not going for that. That's not what they want to do. But yeah, it's cool. This is why you're running the board. <laughs> yeah, that's why you're running the board, not the Albuquerque, <laughs> Albuquerque Isotopes. Yeah, I got a. I got an email said mine's on its way. I've got. I've got one of them coming. So you bought the fitted one. I bought right? a fitted. I, and yeah. I, I bought the strap, but the snapback. So. I bought a fitted one of the black one and yeah and i mean they, like they got green. my 40 bucks so, oh i I, yeah. when, I saw zach fogg tweeting about it and i couldn't get there fast enough. i i wanted to get a shirt too and i thought ah, i'll just get the hat so yeah. but uh very you gotta excited. love it though the albuquerque green chili cheeseburger it's fantastic yeah, cool. yeah if you like green chili so and, cool and cheeseburgers it's, it's i like both it's fantastic <laughs> yeah i had man i had in new mexico um like it was like uh, two years ago i went down to Arizona for Thanksgiving. We stopped in Las Cruces. I got a green chili cheeseburger, and it was fantastic. It was oh, so good. Yes. Oh. And it's different there because, and correct me if I'm wrong with the one that you had, it's not a green chili stew. It strips of it, chili. It was just chopped up green yeah. chili. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the, yeah, it depends. You can do it a whole bunch of ways. Yeah. Plus, they have the hatch chilies versus the Pueblo chilies. Ooh. There's some fine, very small differences See, between Brandon the knows chilies. all about the sloppers. Connoisseur. The sloppers, that's right. Well, yeah. when I moved out of Pueblo to he Wichita. Got one to, he got one down by the Creek and Boulder once. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> to Wichita, Kansas, uh, I realized that green chili was a regional thing. Yeah, because yeah, it did not fucking exist there. And when I like the first time I went to a Mexican restaurant, I ordered green chili. They didn't know what the hell I was talking about. Really? Like you want to you want us to bring you a bowl of jalapenos? You I'm want like, some salsa? I was like, no, mm-hmm. a bowl of green chili. They're like, we don't we don't have that. <laughs> and that's when I officially knew Wichita yeah, yeah. was not as good oh, as Pueblo. Wichita, yeah. no, Wichita, not as good as Pueblo. Not, yeah, listen yeah, to what I'm saying. Wichita, Wichita was not, not as, as good, good as, as Pueblo. <laughs> that, yeah, that's that's saying. So I've been to Wichita. It is, it is, a, and I've been to Pueblo. Yeah, it's yeah. it's Wichita is a shithole. Yeah, if you don't have green chili somewhere, and that's the whole thing. It's like you know, I, that's that is the thing where there's probably places like that and kind of further east. Where they they've never discovered the uh, the the beauty and the intricacies of green chili. Oh my there God. is there is one item, one food item in Denver that if you've never had it, you have to try it because it only ever happened in Denver. It's at Lechugas, which is up in the in the in the eastern part of the Highlands. The Highlands, where the white people live, where the white people are. <laughs> Lechugas has hung on. God bless their souls. They've hung on. The same people that have been there for seventy five years, and they make these tamales called a mini hot. And I mean, not tamales, sorry. Um, they make cannolis or little. Fucking gringo. They're these little pastries with Italian sausage inside lined with. 
pepper strips, and they've been oh. offering. They've been making these things for like sixty years. Oh, really, and it's a true North Denver flavor because of the integration of, of the, the Italian Italians and the, and the yeah. Hispanics there. That it's it's absolutely beautiful, and it's only available. When are they going to add yoga pants to now incorporate the white folk? That have, that there are plenty of yoga pants in there. Yoga pants come with the ah, white Ah, gotcha. Yeah, okay. they, they painted IPA. the place up. They drizzle nice. with got IPA. It I, I'm a big fan. Uh, can you just walk in and grab one, or you got to sit down? They have a stand. That's the beautiful thing. It's like a grocery store. All right, next you, time you, up there, I'm You walk in, you grab it, you walk it. out. That sounds great. Get a little paper bag, mini hots. Hey, your old store up there is something awesome. I don't know what it is, but I remember looking at something awesome and going, I think that's Colin's yeah, old it's, shop. It's called Stones now. Whatever it is, it's something awesome. Yeah. Sell rocks, um, stones, things like that. Stones, things of that yeah. nature. Rock stones. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, so yeah, green chili is delicious. And um, if you if it, you know, and I, I think I mentioned the green chili bar opening day, right? The green chili bar up there. You can. Oh no, I didn't hear about. Oh, that. sorry. Well, Brandon, let me let me recap. For I was you. on so, vacation. You're on vacation. So uh, Coors Field, they got they moved the green chili bar closer to where my. And seats there's a are. special escalator to where he is that I can't take. You can't take. I'm it. not yeah, allowed you can't to take, take it. it. There's a woman sitting there on a chair. With a with a gun, I'll hook you up. I'll hook you up sometime. If oh. I got some extra tickets, I'll hook you. It's up. not a gun; it's a taser. Yeah, it's she's like got a taser. A taser. taser. But anyway, so yeah. they moved the green chili bar closer, and now you go get a dog. What I did is I get the dog, I get the, buck, the little couple fries, go over to the stand. I put the green chili, maybe a little onion, some jalapenos. Put that only on the dog. Take the cup of fries, sprinkle some cheese on there, dump the green chili over the top of it, melts down. Get a fork, eat it up. Go back, pour some more on. Then oh you yeah, then you then you oh, can go yeah. sit down. So it's, yeah, it's, that sounds like heaven. It is. It is heaven. I'm thinking about it now. My mouth's what, watering. What so. I want to patent is the green chili diet. Ooh, because I, like I think it's mostly pretty healthy, and I could literally eat it any time of day, and I can eat it on anything. And what isn't healthy, you just shit right out. Exactly. So maybe. If we could, we could. I'm just saying. I wonder we can if there's get any nutrients green chili doesn't have. You've got, you might need in your body. Uh, We'd have to look into that. Well, if you think about your classic green chili, like a like a stew. So you've got well, it's got pork. So you've it's got, got pork. Protein. You've got you've got green chilies. You've got flour. You've got water, and um, I don't know what garlic, else. Garlic, garlic, tomato, garlic, garlic and tomato. Yeah, whatever else you want to add to it. I think that I think you're onto something. I think it's pretty good, and it sounds delicious. I just want to just just pour it in my mouth. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. do you see the front line? This this <laughs> new front line with the dude who ate fish every day for a year and a half. What happened to him? Is he dead? No, he's <laughs> doing great. He's doing great. Doing okay. Great. Um, no, it was a, a PBS Frontline followed this guy for a year and a half. He ate fish four meals a day or three. Did he get mercury poisoning? Nothing like that. No, uh-huh. but there was a dude who were ate they? McDonald's at every meal. And that he, was that was that supersized. And he ended up doing okay because his body ended up like somehow tolerating it. And no, he did not he do well. He, yeah. He he, did, he was not doing well. He he was. Having you watched troubles. the wrong documentary. But something on the bottom happily ever after. <laughs> is that it? Yeah, no, no. The dude who ate McDonald's every day and dead? kept on trucking is the dude who's eating McDonald's every day and has been eating McDonald's every day since. Is that the since. same Australian guy who started putting all those vegetables in a blender? Or is that a different? No, nah, no. Morgan Spurlock's from America. So, yeah. but he, yeah. speaking of fast food, yeah, real quick. <laughs> Brief mention the subway commercial with where the Jared the, child molester. No, no, the new one. Oh, no, the new one where the Italian kid is eating, yeah, sitting yeah. on the roost, Come eating look the what sandwich. Joey did. Come look what Joey did. Joey, is that real mortadella? Oh, good job. Are you saying this is racist? It is, is this... the most racist commercial uh, on yeah, TV right. right now. 
it, by far. Sound the fucking <laughs> snowflake alarm. <laughs> Colin's <laughs> triggered by some Italian stereotypes. Yes. <laughs> but you're right, Colin. If we if we uh, really want equality, if you really want to break it down, if you want equality, then we should we should say that 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 doesn't fly because then, the, look what Joey then the mafioso guy comes and sits and he goes, "That's a good sandwich," and he kind of stares off and they're like they're like, "Ooh, everyone's like excited." Everyone in the everyone Italians in the mafia apparently Subway you fucking assholes. Well, well, okay, what if it were like this? Tyrone is that fried chicken on that sandwich? <laughs> Hells yeah, mama! Um, hey man, they have that. They're called McDonald's commercials. <laughs> so that's that's it's fair. It's all fair and it's even. Da, 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 da. Yeah. So um, I think everybody's uh, graphically portrayed in most commercials. Uh, they don't do Asians too much. Asians don't get that uh, treatment, but everyone else kind of does. So um, good stuff. Let's take a break. We'll get into the fourth quarter. <laughs> Jeez, Louise, yeah. we're trucking right along. It's cruising, but uh, we'll see. We, we, we got to get to some Rockies. We got to see if there's any more thoughts on on we your Denver Broncos and uh, you know whatever else. I think nothing else matters. Everyone else sucks. So uh, let's take a quick break. Rhythm. Be right back. Devoted to the arts of moving butts. The rhythm's happening and it's moving up. The chop has been on hold for much too long. Don't fear the rhythm because it's strong. On the corners, brothers bop their heads. From the high tops to the naughty dreads. I'm a newbie and y'all look what we did. Took the crust away from the third island. Now it's kinda open, lost to see the sight. Rhythms of the tribe, which is passed out right. Night after night, day after day. Quest of all the rhythms of the native tongue way. Rhythm is the key as we open up the door. Things a beat boy has never seen before. Polyrhythmatic with a big fat boom. You have an orgasm as you start to consume the ghetto. Jake Butt Game Calls. Third and eight. I'm sure Vance Joseph has butt in mind on this play. A quick snap to Simeon. Oh, third a butt, but he got stuffed. Butt got stuffed. You can tell Simeon really wants to get it into butt. All right, they're about to score right here. Look for a butt in the end zone. I'll bet on this play, Scott. Butt lines up in the slot. A quick slant to butt. He caught it. Oh, but he really got hit hard there. Butt really took a pounding. Ooh, Scott, butt just kind of leaked out into the flat there. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, jeez. You're supposed to just do it the I'm reading this as it goes here, John. All right, Colin. Oh, well, Paxton Lynch is in right now. Oh, jeez. You see that there, Colin? Paxton Lynch just slid right into butt. <laughs> Ooh, but really pushed that pile. <laughs> well, Paxton Lynch has been looking for butt for a while, but you know what? The defense has been picking on butt <laughs> all afternoon. Ooh, Scott, look how the whole offense funneled into butt. <laughs> all right, a quick pitch to Jamal Charles. Oh, look at that hole. Butt opened up a gaping hole. <laughs> Oh, butt fumbles. Oh, oh, and a nice, look at that patience of Jamal Charles right there. Did you see that? He lined up right behind butt, found the hole, and rammed it home. Jake butt game calls. 
Good stuff. You know, that's funny, but you laughing the whole time. Uh, <laughs> I, know, I, know, I, know. I think, think in I think in you know in improv classes they probably teach you that that much laughing. Try not, not to laugh good. at yourself to laugh, too much. Yeah, yeah so yeah, that's um, all right. I, I think the only one you missed is uh, Brown was all over butt on that oh, yeah. one. Well, they actually he was the selection was gotten. We got the selection from the Browns. <laughs> Brown, um, Brown's butt. not Antonio Brown because different sides of the you know. Yeah, he wouldn't side. be covering Jake. No, but I'm sure there's a, a cornerback named Brown that probably. If not, there's a fictional defensive player somewhere where that scenario could happen. There's a Brown is all over butt in this in this quarter. I'm just waiting, you know, for someone to make one of those calls. Someone's going to do it. Yeah, yeah. Someone's going to do it. Allegedly, butt split wide. <laughs> butt, split. butt split wide on this play. Oh, damn. Where were we on that one? The butt at the right. end around. Butt yeah. split the- wide to the left, and he, and <laughs> he hits the hole. Yeah. Uh, no, because allegedly, like, the broadcasters, they I've been told that they will try to throw stuff in to crack each other up. A lot, and maybe some of the old older school guys don't do it, but a lot of the uh, the younger guys will. And I would imagine that uh, if Jake Butt gets on the field, that they're going to try to work some butt humor in. Well, if Nate yeah. Crackman ever calls a Broncos game, I'm sending him this list. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nate Crackman will do it for sure. So, um, uh, real quick, uh, Colin, how are you enjoying your Rockies? Um, oh well, it's been a fun, it's been a fun season, except for, I, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck that Washington. I went. I went to a game during that Washington series, and of course, I watched them all on TV, and uh, that was a bit disconcerting. Washington though went on to do the same thing to another team. Right. So yeah, they won like twenty three to five yeah, or they, something. They just destroy. They're just yeah. destroying people. They've got a, a really potent lineup, and so um, the, you know uh, the one dude Trey Turner hasn't didn't do anything. Got to Coors Field and just decided to have himself a career uh, three-game set or four-game set. Um, it's it, they, They're bouncing back. They're playing well unless they blow it. They blew it last night in spectacular fashion. It was, like, it was all like within one inning. It just all blew open. Uh, that's usually what you expect. But I think that they... It was they, like six pitches, and it all went bad. Yeah, it, it went, went crazy. Went he missed, he, they missed the ball in the outfield, and it was all over. So it's not, you know... It, they're 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 showing resiliency. I think they'll be all right if they can if they can they can uh, win two out of three for most games. If you, as you know, that'll be a good thing for them. So. It, it, there's a little bit of a Jekyll and Hyde thing going on uh, that that scares me a little bit. But I'm having a ball. I've had a, a ball. But I do. I've got a quick story about the Rockies um, and my experience at a game. I went to. Uh, Is this when you were taking up a handicap spot and you were telling people in wheelchairs to hit the road wheels? Is that when you were? Is that where you, what that was? That, going? that one. That okay. one. Well, I already told that story. Oh, okay. Um, no, I'm I, I'm standing in line for the bathroom. This is mid series against the Nats, and after the fourth inning, everybody heads for the concession stands and the bathrooms, and there was a really long line, really long line. And I was standing on that line. And a dude went through the outdoor. Boom. And then another dude did it. And I just was like, that's fucking goddamn. I got to piss bad right now. Fuck these guys. And another guy in a hoodie, in a gray hoodie, 
went by and started doing it. Well, I just grabbed instinct. I didn't, there was no thought process. Instinctively, I grabbed him by his shoulders and I threw him toward the back of the line and said the back of the line's back there. Well, he slipped in some fucking beer. <laughs> he falls onto the ground. He's got a cup in one hand. It goes flying over his head, soaks a bunch of other people. And I'm just like, oh my God, what the fuck have I just done, right? Yep. So, so what did you do? What happened? He, luckily, he was such an asshole and so drunk that he just went off on me. Just went off on me and wanted to fight me. Like legitimately fight Hold me. Hold on, wait, wait. If if I got thrown down to the ground after I was trying to go into the bathroom the wrong you way. You would want to fight the guy. No, if I looked up and I saw you, I'd probably be like, <laughs> I'd be like, nah, I think I... I I'm gonna I'm gonna maybe sit this one out. You're a big he you're was, a big man. Unless I'm a drunk asshole, no, and then he was drunk asshole. Okay, so then and he was former military. Yeah, and he kept telling he was screaming about Fallujah. I shit you not. The word <laughs> Fallujah came up. He's like, in Fallujah, and he was just ranting and raving, and was a raving lunatic. And luckily, other dudes really wanted to pee and were no less happy about people passing and going through the indoor. So I had a lot of friends and. Everybody was just like trying to keep this guy away and tamping it down. So I get in the little hallway, right? And I get into the bathrooms. All of a sudden, boom, full beer right over the top of my head. Dude pushes me into the pisser and and, and uh, security just fucking jumps on him. Tackles him onto the bathroom floor. Security was in the bathroom? By that point, somebody had reported him to wow. security and he was, in the, he was in the bathroom. So the security people got him in the bathroom right after he dumped a beer over my head and pushed me into the urinal. Oh, they were there just a hair too late. Just a hair too late. <laughs> and uh, so I watched him get hauled away, and I walked off and went back to my seat, very glad that I didn't get kicked out of Coors. And were you there with your family, and what did you I say? I was there with my wife and her company. Wow. <laughs> Even worse. Now, right? I don't make if I don't make it back, like there are executives from their headquarters in D.C. who bought these tickets. And we've been mingling with them so all be like, I don't know what happened to him. I don't know what happened to him. I don't know what happened. Well, here's the wow. thing. He fuck. Why would he? Was it his beer? Did he actually go buy another beer? And he went and to- bought another beer and dumped it oh, over my head. What an idiot! Why would you ever do that? I can see shoving you, maybe you know, trying to fight you, but dump a beer on you. Fucking asshole! Dumped it right over my head. No. Slow. Too. No, but you know what? You're right though. Now I probably wouldn't grab. I probably wouldn't grab anybody because I'm not big enough. But and there was no thought process. No, no, I understand. I swear it's, to God. it's pure was, reaction. Yeah, exactly. But I would fucking. I'd be like, hey, assholes! I'd be like, fucking back of the line. I certainly would be yelling at people because then you can get everybody else to start yelling and saying, hey, get the fuck out of here. So that's exactly. a bunch of crap. See, I, I would look to somebody calling size and say, hey, somebody should say something. <laughs> somebody should do something. Somebody should say something. Those guys. Somebody should do something. <laughs> to get them to to act, yes. Oh no, now yeah. Obviously, it's like it's like ah yeah. I'm not I'm not really gonna. I I think that you're you gotta be some kind of asshole, right? Yes, I mean, of course. Would you ever do that to no, a line of forty no, people? No, I mean, no. I never, never. Not unless like I uh, thought diarrhea yeah. was about to spew out my ass. In which case, and on my mention- way in, I'd be going diarrhea, diarrhea, diarrhea. I'm about to diarrhea, salute diarrhea. Exactly. And, then, and then come. Everybody back would like, understand. Yeah. Jake Butt's about to come out on come out of the closet. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a. 
that's unfortunate. But um, oh, you know, more people because uh, all the other assholes stood there and were like, "Oh, those guys are uh, cutting." People should have been calling them out and no saying, shit, "Hey, right? cocksuckers!" Oh, I said cocksuckers. Shit. So, <laughs> well, Colin said, "In through the outdoors." Yeah, there you go. So, um, oh, hey, great so Zeppelin Co- album. Huh? Yeah, there you go, <laughs> Colin. You got uh, you got some draft some draft stuff to, right, to let's, talk about. Let's, let's do this. Let's real jam quick. through this shit. So, and this is a contest between the three of you, obviously, oh, since oh, I already know the I answer. I am ready to. Um, wait, now is this about is this about smooth college boys? Because I don't follow college. No, this is about Broncos, his draft picks throughout history, and these are easy questions. I promise you. Nothing, and what's what's the name of this? Nothing segment? hard. What's the name of this? Um, game? Well, you know what? I scrapped. Uh, I scrapped. Uh, who the fuck am I? Because mm-hmm. now Hastings and Helmer are doing that bit on their show. They say, "Who the fuck am I?" No, it's, oh. it's who am I? Okay. They just cut out that part. So I you don't want. You can also get lunch with them now. That's right, which is kind of cool. I wouldn't mind being that guy. Um, but I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change the name of the of the quiz to "What's My Name, Bitch." And this is the Broncos Draft Edition. Jackers Moss of "What's My Name, Bitch." Um, and the way we're gonna do this, just whoever shouts it out first, I'm gonna assign a winner to okay. each question. Okay. I was selected first overall in the 1983 NFL Draft by the Baltimore Colts. John Elway. That's correct. Uh, fuck you guys. Where are you at? Jeez. Look at I was selected by the Broncos in the sixth round of the 95 draft out of Georgia. Terrell Davis. Uh, I'm going to go with Reedy on that one. Oh, thank you. I started um, it first, but I lingered. <laughs> in 1992, when uh, the John Elway, Mike Shanahan feud was at its zenith, the Broncos selected me 25th. Tommy Maddox. Oh, But wow. you said John Elway, Mike Shanahan feud. I think you meant Dan Reeves. Oh. oh. Point oh. for correction. Oh, wow. I'm going to go a half wow. a point. Brand <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Okay. Five, good good one. I, uh, I was drafted as a wide receiver in the seventh round of the 1990 draft, but I converted to tight end. Shannon Sharp. Uh, that's going to be a sky. Ah, uh, 90. For some reason, I was thinking 2000. In 1983, the same year, John Elway was selected first overall by the Colts. I was taken in the 12th round by the Broncos. And Kubiak. I and I ended up being a six-time Pro Bowler. I am the second all-time in sacks for per season for Denver. I wore number seventy-seven. What's my name, bitch? Uh, what's my name, bitch? Not Simon Fletcher. John knows this one. I know it. I Old crusty white guy. Carl I, Mecklenburg. That's yeah, right. I did say it. Mecklenburg. You guys hear me, right? No. You can rewind the tape. I said Mecklenburg. You said Mecklenburg. I did. Oh, okay. Uh, sorry. Yeah, but did you guess already, or was that the before? Yeah, I don't know. Jarvis Matthew. I was taken with the 11th overall pick in the 2006 draft out of Vanderbilt. Jay Cutler. Cutler. Oh, God. I've got to go with Reedy on that. Uh, I've got to stop saying their full name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes, it, last, name. last name gets you there quicker. I went in the sixth round of the 1967 draft, and I was a f- the first first round draft pick to sign with an AFL team. Randy Gratishar. My nickname was the franchise, and I am a Hall of Famer Floyd now. Oh. There you go. Ooh. It's one of those. Ah, Brandon. I attempted to enter the 2004 draft out of Ohio State by Maurice Mar- Claret. Maurice oh. <laughs> <laughs> Claret. Should have known that one. It's French. I was chosen in the fourth round of the 06 draft. I hold the NFL record for receptions in a game with 20. Brandon Marshall. Ah, oh, fuck. Well, who was the who was the tight end they took in that draft too? 
Scheffler. Yeah. Sheff- oh, Tony. I was Tony thinking Scheffler. him the whole time, not even <laughs> entertaining <laughs> the, 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 Brandon Marshall. Tony Scheffler did she- not set the most receptions record <laughs> yeah. in the game. We have a tight race and three questions left. Oh, shit. I was also chosen in the fourth round of the 06 draft, and I led the NFL in sacks in 09. Soon. Els Doomerville. Oh, shit. Wow. All over that. Good one. I was perhaps Josh McDaniel's most celebrated draft selection. Demarius Thomas or Tim Tebow? God bless. (laughs) Tebow. Fuck. Scott? You got to have one guess. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Well, you said most celebrated. You said Demarius Thomas first, though. So yeah, because technically he's probably a he, little more a little, little more accomplished. So but said, I also said God bless. Yeah, they, after they, I had yeah. already yelled he out said, two yeah. answers. Yeah. Dock me all my points. Maybe you should have waited me for, for me to finish reading the question. Mm. I'm just trying to win. Point made. In 1992, when John El... When the, wait, the, oh, that, I've already asked that question. We've... Got a winner already. Let's see. Scott's uh-oh, kind of, uh-oh. Scott kind of really provided a nice little barrier between you two. Ooh. Um, 92. What was that? Oh, that was one, the Maddox two, one. Two, three, four, four for Reedy. I thought the Fuck. one was going to be Al Wilson. That was going to be an Al Wilson one in there. but He was first rounder, right? I think. Two, I don't, but I don't remember the year. Four and a half. My half point win it. You have my fucking half point win it. Yeah, bitch. I feel ripped off. Damn, that's hilarious. That's good. It's a good quiz though. I like that. Thank you. No Jarvis Moss. A little disappointed. Uh, What about Ashley Lilly? Did he make the list? Did he make that one? I don't. Did we draft Ashley Lilly? Yeah. yeah. Did we? And we made the trade for Javon Walker. We're gonna Um, have and uh, Triandis Triandis Luke. Oh, Triandis Luke. How come he didn't make the list? Come on, Colin. Uh, Do a little research next Javon Walker did so much for this town, and all we did was bleed on him. That's right. Oh, terrible. Uh, hey, real quick, let's. <laughs> so we're, we're gonna get. Oh, we're gonna get out of real quick. This has been a nice. It's been a nice, loose, relaxed show. We're just taking it easy. We're just chilling. Uh, kind of like a jig butt. It's just chilling. Big chilling. old gaping butt. <laughs> it's a nice butt, you know. Um, but uh, so, what do you guys it's think? Sponsored by Charmin. You know? I was before this Which draft. Which is awesome. Now, I'm, not, I'm not okay, saying this draft is, um, you know, changed it radically changed anything. But obviously, adding Jamal Charles, the quarterback situation is is all fucked ah, up. That's still. fucked up. Um, I, I told uh, Tony Romo would have been dope. Well, that would have been awesome. It, it might have been a little bit better. I was. Um, he wasn't coming though. He was going to go to Houston. Nah, nah, he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't coming here. The I, I see it as a little bit brighter now i was thinking like they're like ah this is a nine and seven team i think they're a little bit better off with charles they go from nine to seven probably to ten to six I, what do you think i think, I think they're at least in the running i'm gonna go there they go from uh, they go from nine and seven and nine to eight, maybe eight, maybe maybe ten ten and six if well, Jamal, Jamal Charles proves that his knees are yeah, good. Yeah, he's healthy. This that's a awesome. that's a great addition. It's a it's, it's a real good addition. As long as the line's good. Absolutely. And that's going to be a big thing. If they continue to allow the running backs to be hit earlier than mm. any other running backs in the league. Uh, we also happen to have the least experienced and qualified head coach in all of football. I know you love him. That's a, that's I feel a, that's be- a I feel better about it now than I did you oh, know, we'll two weeks ago. Oh, we'll see what happens. Certainly. So. A lot can, a lot can happen. And, and, and there again, it's so funny. The first day of the draft, everybody was just totally bummed out. Right. Next day, next day after that, everybody was thrilled. So, Well, their first pick that day, I think, got people a little bit excited. Demarcus Walker. Got to have a Demarcus. Right? If, you, if you don't have a if Demarcus, you, then you can't. You, you can't. Can, you go like forward. not having a Tackerus. Or yeah. Vance Walker, Demarcus Ware gone. Just Demarcus Walker. You solve 
too, I already made that Did, joke. Have you Twitter. guys seen Roger Goodell wiping the booger on the on the I, cancer girl? The on the picture. one-legged cancer girl. Oh, that's not, She's that's limping cool. off stage with one leg, and, a, and he just wiped the booger. And it, it for real happened. Like... I'm if you don't know look, what I'm talking, I need to see if the you video. don't know what I'm talking about. I've seen the pictures. I've seen the picture, but I, I it just looks like video. his hands on her. Yeah. So. There's a definite like recognition on the part of Goodell that there's a booger on his hand. Like you can see the acknowledgement in his face. Like, oh, booger. Then the intentional pat of the back, followed by the quarter swipe, followed by the full I swipe. I think he's a dumb man. I think he's um a somewhat evil. Maybe I don't he's think the he's the kind that evil. of guy who would wipe a booger on a. I can't imagine girl. That anyone would do. That. I've seen it with my own two eyes. I, I can't imagine anyone would do that. Really he's the same guy. Creepy. He said he was taught. They're talking about. Hey, don't you want to allow you know marijuana to help help these guys? <laughs> oh, smoking's not good for smoking's you. Smoking's not good. It's like, hey, dickhead, jellies, no baby. Yeah, no one's smoking this anymore. I mean, I, they and, are. And but. I will say this. And I will say this legitimately. And I would fucking swear to this to anybody who asked me about it. I've got this fucking horrible arthritis going on lately. It's like when, where the doctor is, uh, as uh, Louis C.K. famously jokes about, it's just like that now. Okay. I've got, I've got this thing in my left foot. It's fucked up. It hurts like hell. It's just like that now. It's got, I'm arth- I've got arthritis in my foot. And what ha- what's good little for Little fucking bit of edibles. Not even much. Just like a little bit. It goes away. Everything the doctor prescribes me that's not that, that's a pill from the prescriptions at the safe Which place, is killing your liver. It doesn't do shit yeah. for me. I was, just, I, was just telling, I was just telling oh Brandon that I was, I, I was taking hemp oil, and I, I took it bef- at, like the night when I played hockey, and the next morning, usually I get up in the morning, and I go, I'm like, oh, and I'm really stiff. Got out of bed. I was like, wow. The fucking, I, I can stretch all day, and I'll still be sore. I took hemp oil at Fucking made me. It's feel all inflammation. A lot of yep. it's inflammation problems. And yes, can- that's totally cannabis, that's what it is. The cannabis plant is proven to help with inflammation significantly. It, it can be a lot more powerful than like taking your if equivalent to taking like fucking eight ibuprofen. Ugh. You know what I mean? In, in I will have. I will have been killing my foot all day. It can be throbbing, and I can be nearly in tears when I take my shoes off. And if I take a little piece of a little jelly and eat that and then eat food, my foot doesn't hurt anymore. So think about a football player does to his body on Sunday. It's that times a thousand. He's he's, it's like it's like being a car crash. Inflammation is exactly what's going on. They're very swollen. They're very they're very damaged. They take a little bit of that. Take a little bit of hemp oil, CBD, whatever. Fucking, it's got. It, I was like, I was like, holy shit, this actually worked. You're not I mean, supposed and to be sore. Zero not, negative side effects yeah, from there's it. There's nothing because you, know, you can get it without the THC in yep. it. So there's not even a psychoactive effect from it. And the craziest thing about the NFL dragging their feet on this is with fucking concussions. Yep. In the swelling in your brain can be reduced by the CBDs. But from marijuana, from either one, either one you want to do, it can fucking help with concussions. You would think they would be all over trying. But you to, don't suppose that somebody at Pfizer has Roger Goodell's phone number? No, that's that's exactly because there is a synthetic drug being developed that's supposed to do the same shit. Well, Brandon, I know you're a personal friend of Jeff Sessions. I think you need to send them a link to the show, Jeff, <laughs> and uh, and change the world. Yeah. He, uh, I'm gonna, the first guy to get on board. I'm gonna take um, a a hit of acid with like like twenty hits like twenty hits on it, 
and I'm going to fucking shove it down Jeff Sessions' throat and just have him fucking be like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, adios, sir, and fucking send him off. So I'm going to send him off into into Lodo and oh, Rhino on a, like, on a Saturday night and say, bless you, sir. It'd be 12 hours later. Everything just takes a 180 for our, for our entire country at that point. Je- Jeff, Jeff in, will in be found wearing way. a loincloth covered in his own feces and blood, and he will have had a conversion to, to the right way of thinking. So anyway, we could talk about that all night. Yeah, we could talk about feces and yeah, blood absolutely. every time. I well, mean, it's, it works. Running, oh, running oh, I got something. This is crazy. This is smart. Okay, last night. I, feces I, and blood reminded you of this. Oh, yeah, speaking I, of feces I, and blood. Speaking of I've feces got and a blood. blood story. It's crazy. Okay. So last night, right, coyotes are around my neighborhood, and they go nuts, and they howl. And we heard them last night kill a rabbit. Oh, and it's, and it's kind of our fault, because we recently got rid of a bunch of, a, a bunch of juniper bushes. A bunch of rabbits. No, we got rid of our their home. They're juniper bushes. We had like 13 juniper bushes. Got rid of them. They just like sit in our front yard, nowhere to go. I feel really kind of oh, bad for them. Yes. So last night, we heard one get killed, and it was horrible. This morning, as I'm driving away, there's blood all over my garage door That's, you got paid <laughs> back insane. the rabbit was like fuck you dude i'm gonna Boom. spray my One blood all bite over and blood everywhere yeah so gross so uh gross. when i when i went down to arizona and we had our little dog with us and uh, it's just fucking right there on the side of a hill and i was warned hey you know there's coyotes and stuff like that but there was rabbits everywhere and i was like if there's rabbits everywhere then they're their food nothing nothing's come through there yet because they were all over and they were very comfortable being out in the open so i thought well, they're probably not. Uh, nothing's here hunting them yet. So, good stuff. It's the way, way the world, the world. nature, John. I, I did. Yeah, I find a nice animal spine in my backyard every. Then so I often. tracked down the coyote. Yes, the coyote. And- the coyote. <laughs> Have you guys heard rabbits scream? It's no. horrible. Their deaths. I'm sure you have it. I'm sure you have a song with it. I, I don't. <laughs> with someone uh, shrieking the n-word and uh, and, and rabbit screaming, we can dial that up. So let's get out of here. We're we're, we're getting over time. Um, hey, thanks, fellas. That was fun. yeah. It was good stuff. Um, we should we should do it again soon. Um, yeah, it's good times. And uh, you know, obviously a little slow in this getting into the summertime here. We still got Rockies to talk about, but Rockies Town. There'll be some Broncos. Will, Bron- hey, Broncos will be Bron- practicing. There's always Broncos. So it's Broncos talk. So Rocky's we'll up six, you, know, you never know who seven uh, one Rocky's nice. up. Right now. Never know who Vance Joseph may sexually assault before That's next true. week. Good stuff. Uh, thanks again, Brandon. Thanks again for sitting in. We'll we'll get back to it soon. John Elway so. may get a DUI. Oh, that's never gonna happen. That's never gonna happen. He's got a driver now. Yeah, he's got to have a driver. I would. But hey, uh, thanks for tuning in. It's been the South Stands Denver Fancast. Adios. We love you, Jamal.